Welcome to the Spirited Advocate Podcast, brought to you by the Distilled Spirits Council of the United States, the leading voice for the distilled spirits industry. Now your host, Chris Wonger. Hello, Spirited Advocate Podcast uh, viewers. Hey, we've got we've got a neat session uh, coming up, and I think as many of y'all are aware, uh, we're, we're on the cusp of uh, recognizing Veterans Day. Uh, it always comes the first week in November, and uh, we cannot forget and not recognize uh, what our veterans do for our country and keeping us all safe and really being on point anywhere in the world to uh, promote and protect our great country. So with us today, we've got Travis Barnes, founder uh, of Hotel Tango, which is a great distillery in Indianapolis, Indiana, right there in the Midwest, right there in the heart of the country, and Nick Laddig, who's the president and chief sales officer for Hotel Tango. And uh, uh, Hotel Tango and both Travis and, and Nick have a real focus in helping the, the military community uh, and the veterans community and in recognition and celebration of uh, Veterans Day, uh, we are very, very lucky and pleased to have both uh, Travis and Nick uh, on the line with us. Uh, Travis and Nick, thank you for being with us and uh, hope everything's going okay in Indianapolis. Okay. Yes, sir. Thank you very much for having us. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. So tell us a little bit, uh, I guess maybe Travis, starting with you, uh, tell us a little bit, if you wouldn't mind, your story and how uh, you kind of landed on Hotel Tango and the focus of the brand and so forth, making the great bourbon uh, right there in Indianapolis. Yeah, well, um, I guess Nick and I go pretty far back to about the third grade when we met on the school bus together. Uh, that is cool. That is cool. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how far back you wanted me to go, but uh, we go. <laughs> we go a ways. Awesome. Uh, I, and that's honestly, you know, that's where our friendship started. Uh, and then we had some kind of, I, I would say, w- winding and meandering paths uh, for, you know, over 20 years and then came back to work with each other in the spirits industry. Uh, I'll let, I'll, I guess I'll talk about myself. I, after 9-11, I dropped out of college and uh, enlisted in the United States Marine Corps. I did three tours in Iraq with 1st Recon Battalion uh, in 2003, 4, 5, and 6. I was there. I came back home to Indiana, finished up my my degree, got into law school where I met my wife, and I started, uh, you know, brewing and distilling in the backyard and giving away his his birthday and Christmas presents and um, uh, with some encouragement uh, from my wife and friends and family. uh, The the law changed in Indiana, and we were one of four uh, to get the license back in 2013 uh, to be able to. It was the first time the state opened up craft distilling since pro- prohibition. So, uh, with that, we were off to the races. And um, since then, we've grown from one tasting room to now 21 states. We're in 120 military bases. We're in six countries around the world now with the, the Navy. Uh, we have three tasting rooms, a farm full production facility. Um, and we're going to continue to grow. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Travis, thank you for your service and look, uh, all of us listening, obviously we all, those of us who are old enough now, it's getting to that point. Uh, certainly 
you know, uh, 9-11, you know, had a big impact on all Americans. And really, uh, thank you for jumping in to serve, uh, recognizing you were in Iraq, you know, during some tough times too, 2004, 2005, 2006. Uh, you were on point navigating, you know, uh, a lot of tough stuff. So thank you for that. Uh, Nick, uh, now you've got a little bit of a beer background, right? But, uh, you know, hanging out, hanging out with Travis on the school bus since third grade. That's how, did, true. How, did, how did you take that beer experience and, and land, land with Travis at Hotel Tango? Well, we weren't drinking beer yet in third grade, but I will say I uh, I had the coveted lone bus seat on the route and Travis, the new kid, showed up and got shoved into the seat with me. And very reluctantly, uh, we <laughs> met on my behalf. But then uh, now we forged a friendship and lived a couple miles away. And he he's right. It was very intermingled along the way. We stayed friends throughout. But um, uh, after school. Uh, where we grew up a little north of Fort Wayne in Indiana. Uh, we both had went to college at the same time. So that first year was the year 9-11 happened. It's crazy to think it was 20 years ago, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, then Travis, you know, felt the calling and went his route. And uh, he's kind of quick or humble about it at times, but he was literally, you know, tip of the spear kind of thing on that first drive to Iraq. And, uh, you know, I heard a lot of stories about the training and stuff he did. Uh, and then, you know, less stories about what happened when you were there. But, um, yeah, very, very thankful. And it was cool to uh, uh, stay close throughout that crazy journey. But um, I went to school, stayed in school, finished. Um, and I was, uh, I don't know, I, I always liked business. I was intrigued by the idea of entrepreneurship and starting something, but didn't know what I wanted. Uh, and just grew up in the restaurant industry. So that was the easy place to remain. So. I did that throughout school and then landed at a beer wholesaler in Northern Indiana. And that's where I would say I kind of learned about the, the distribution market, sure. if you will, and the three tier system and all the wonderful opportunities that that opened up. So um, I kind of rose through the ranks there and was like a, a craft beer focused brand manager um, at the end. And uh, around the time Travis was getting ready to start Hotel Tango, he was calling and bouncing ideas off me and stuff but yeah, come uh, on Nick come on yeah Nick. yeah yeah no uh, I was in a good spot I really liked it and you know I wasn't sure Travis had a kind of a janky looking barrel in his kitchen and he was dumping <laughs> stuff out of and I was like is this gonna be safe to drink are you sure I should do this so um, but then I tried it and I saw the brand get started I really loved the name and just kind of how he built it the hotel tango is just cool I didn't understand what it was for at first and then when he told me, I was like, wow, great job, you know. Um, so then I was intrigued and, uh, uh, you know, we stayed in touch. And when, when as soon as distribution started is when he called actually after a Colts loss about uh, seven, eight, eight years ago and said, hey, uh, I really need someone. Are you ready? And I'm like, what, football season's over and now you're like back to work again or whatever. So, <laughs> um, so I started. So I left beer, started here in uh I guess year and a half, March of 16. And I've been here since just working on growing the distribution piece. Awesome. For everybody, as you can imagine, uh, living in Indianapolis, they're, they're Colts fans. And we were talking about, uh, there was a game last night, as a matter of fact, when we taped this, where the Colts beat uh, the 49ers. And Port and Rain, I think uh, I saw that in, in uh, San Francisco. So, uh, you know, I think as we talked, you know, we're releasing the podcast around Veterans Day and Hotel Tango 
is the nation's first combat disabled veteran-owned distillery. I guess, Travis, can uh, can you tell us a little bit about Hotel, Hotel Tango's history uh, with the armed, uh, armed services, obviously, and, you know, uh, with the focus that you're in distribution in uh, military bases around the world, uh, and obviously your great service to our country. Uh, could, you, could you tell us a little bit more about y'all's focus on the military community and the opportunities that that's brought for you in the business? Yeah, so uh, it was always kind of from the start, uh, I wanted the military PX system to be kind of a, a focus for the company, one from a standpoint of market penetration, that it was this kind of global network that bypasses the three-tier system. The, the federal government can act as the distributor and the retailer. Working so, like with APHIS and correct. APHIS. Yes. Yep. Next, yep. I and grew MCX. up on bases. Yep. Going to the shopettes. Yep. Yeah. So, and from my, well, you know, 20 years ago while I was in, um, there wasn't a great deal of selection. Uh, I would say that craft was almost non-existent back then that you, you really had limited choices on the types of spirits that you could get same was you know relatively true for beer i would say at that point um you know it was just the big brands and that was it and uh that's where i really kind of saw the opportunity for hotel tango to be one of the first to get some market share and shelf space within those systems and uh i would say that you know the administrative burden is is kind of the barrier to entry because it's it is so big and so massive um, that, you know in reality they just don't have a lot of time to deal with small guys that don't pick up on things very quickly uh and that can grow in volume and keep up with kind of you know the beast that is the dod yeah. system yeah uh, so um yeah, we pounded on doors for a long time to get in. Uh, we just kept knocking and we finally ran into the right people uh, and the right buyers from those places. And then Nick was really the one that kind of took it from, I would say, fledgling to uh, sustain. Across the finish line. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and it was really taking it from, you know, just the, the first few bases, they, they give you the test market and then expansions and, and more expansions and really strategically, where do you want to grow within the, the military markets? So I think he's done a, a fantastic job of uh, positioning Hotel Tango in those places and for future growth. Yeah. And for everybody, just so you're aware, Nick and Travis, you may be aware, Discus does have a military affairs uh, mm -hmm. committee. Uh, and, you know, there's been some considerations maybe of uh, distilled spirits brands being sold in the, the grocery store outlets at some point, maybe potentially along with beer and wine. And, uh, you know, that navigating through some of the bureaucratic uh, channels is, uh, is a big part of it. But obviously, uh, the military channel is a, is a big opportunity. And it sounds like that y'all pulled through on that. Yeah, I'll give, uh, I'll jump in and give Travis credit for kind of I mean, he lived there for a while, so I think he understood the scope of the market. Uh, it was definitely a learning curve for me. But I mean, between we, we first engaged in 2016, we didn't start selling anywhere to 2017, which was kind of the test markets. And then, you know, you grow those every year. It's like they're like a chain. In essence, you're representing every year for spring. 
Uh, so we were able to chip away and grow our footprint and grow into the other branches, you know, so it went Navy, then Coast Guard, then Marine Corps, and finally AFES. Um, and then we went Elkonis this year. So it's just been kind of gradual burn, but we, uh, it was a part-time thing for me initially. And then the other thing that really changed is we brought on a 20 year Navy veteran to become our director of military sales, awesome. uh, who was just leaving and he had uh, like dabbled in the wine business. Um, so he's Navy chief and he, then he had a hundred percent of his time to devote to it. And we were able to start putting brand ambassadors out there and sampling and telling the story. Uh, and then that really created a lot of momentum that we've been able to build off of. So awesome. Um, yeah, you have to spend like two weeks just to figure out all the acronyms, I guess. Travis no, already knew them, right? I, Chris, I just guessed on some of these forms and hoped for the best. <laughs> I, I would imagine. That let us know if it's not right. Yeah. yeah. But then when that first purchase order came through and we got paid and I'm like, we did it. Hey, we man. sold to them. <laughs> that is awesome. And uh, tell the name of the distillery, you know, certainly pays homage to the military roots. Could you all tell us about Hotel Tango uh, uh, and and just, you know, the the foundation of the name of the distillery in itself? Yeah. So the name of our company is Hotel Tango Whiskey uh, Incorporated. And uh, it really is goes back to my wife and I were both uh, pilots and uh, the common thread was kind of the military phonetic alphabet that uh, we used uh, while we fly. Uh, her name is Hillary for so hotel, and my name is Travis for tango, and whiskey is whiskey, W is whiskey. So that's how we kind of settled on that as our officially, official name. Um, but we DB is, you know, Hotel Tango Distillery. But uh, yeah, we play around with the military phonetic quite a bit. It's, uh, it's something that I think. Um, you know, a lot of, it crosses a lot of different uh, paths, you know, not just military, but I think that a lot of the service industry, firefighter and hospital workers. And uh, so anybody really that, you know, is in pop culture kind of understands what it is. So I think there is a, a portion of it that there's an immediate, you know, connection of like, oh, there must be, these guys must be military or oh, some, some connection. You know. So yeah, that's really the origin of it. And it was kind of our little pet name for each other uh, while we dated and uh, got, and then that was just kind of what we settled on for the name of the company. And how do y'all, how do y'all commemorate uh, Veterans Day? Uh, uh, is this something y'all kind of hone in on uh, every early November? Yeah, it's a, uh, it's become a bigger focus, kind of a, you know, it's not our Super Bowl necessarily, but it's a, it happens to fall in the middle of O&D uh, in the industry, the October, November, December selling season. So uh, every year, like I know locally, Travis in year one started uh, with HVAF, which is uh, a local Indianapolis organization that assists the families of veterans, uh, an on-site event that we do to raise money and team up with them locally. Uh, but then we, in turn, our market managers and in any given market, we're just setting up Veterans Day samplings or events to you know raise some funds for the local fill-in-the-blank cause in that local veteran community um and then more recently uh the last two years we've been doing a socks for soldiers campaign that is actually out at retail where it's it's a brown spirits program and we have displays out there and for every display or case on display we're sending high quality socks to troops that are deployed overseas so it's a it's sort of like our 
uh, our pinnacle give back program that we rally around at the end of the year. So, and then, have, yeah. And that is awesome. I can imagine. And, and Travis probably has firsthand experience the the need for primetime socks when you're out there uh, on the road somewhere. Right. Uh, for sure. Uh, Travis and Nick, uh, as you know, uh, a big focus of responsibility.org is really to help veterans in need. And we all recognize uh, uh, many veterans, including a nephew of mine, you know, have struggled with PTSD and some of the challenges associated with that. And it it doesn't only include veterans, but certainly uh, law enforcement, emergency responders have to contend with this. what y'all's thoughts on on how Hotel Tango can, can you know uh, help serve? I mean the 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 socks idea is is brilliant. Uh, just from y'all's perspective, certainly with a focus on the military and the veterans community, how important is it for the industry uh, to play uh, a positive uh, service role in, in in supporting our veterans community out there? So. I'll go, I'll go first, Travis, you can add yours too, but, um, this is a, this is a great question. And, uh, one I had to think about a little bit, cause we've never, uh, even though we recognize how important this is, uh, for veterans, particularly the younger veteran community that's, you know, done, uh, Iraq and Afghanistan, um, tours, uh, we've never really had that one singular, uh, program, I would say that, or, or communication from Hotel Tango to Consumer that focuses on this. We've done a lot with Drive with Discipline. Uh, We have Distilled with Discipline as one of our taglines. So we'll use Drive with Discipline around bases to try and get people back home. Or we've done some stuff with uh, Mission 22 or uh, 22 Challenge uh, in various parts of the country or whatever. But it's kind of always been ad hoc. It's never been this one singular um, focus that we've had. But uh, so that was uh, impotent. Uh, reason for change in next year's programming. And so uh, sort of a sneak preview. I I can't let everything that's coming out, but next Memorial Day, we typically have a red, white, and blue campaign um, that was uh, teamed up with a a different organization. But this next year, we're working with a a national organization, uh, the American Legion, which I think I'm uh, fine saying, and we're going to have a red, white, and blue bourbon bottle. And then they have a new initiative that's focused specifically on preventing veteran suicides. So we're gonna try to tie all this up into a pretty little bow uh, and have that be um, kind of our our calling card or our one uh, singular point for messaging and making sure that we're uh, focused on that, helping educate people, helping get people involved and aware, um, you know, doing our social responsibility, but then also raising, uh, you know, maybe a modest amount, but raising some funds for, uh, for the cause the cause. Yeah. And, and for all of our listeners, I mean, the numbers may fluctuate slightly, but anywhere from uh, 19 to 21 veterans a day uh, commit suicide. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of complex reasons for that. And, uh, you know, there's a full board effort to try to get ahead of that. And sometimes substance abuse is a contributing factor of that. Uh, Travis, uh, could you kind of share your thoughts about that? And I would say a little bit of a plug on responsibility.org and Travis with your, your Marine background, uh, we have uh, uh, retired Major General Arnold Pernaro, uh, Vietnam veteran, 
and uh, a great Marine uh, serving on our advisory board to help us uh, uh, break through uh, to help uh, both the veteran and military community as well. So Travis, would you mind uh, kind of sharing your thoughts, certainly uh, uh, from your direct experience as well? Sure. Um, yeah, I will say uh, to add on to Nick, it, it has been a challenge for sure. I think that it's a tightrope between, you know, we are in the alcohol business, but where does our part within the, the message of drinking responsibly start and end? I think that we do a pretty good job within, especially the military. I think that um, there has been a big push of deglamorization anyway within the military channels, uh, retail that uh, downplay. I think you don't see a lot of the bigger displays anymore and all the pizzazz around it. I think they're intentionally trying to keep it um, kind of as, as white box as possible. So that's an intentional way of doing it. Uh, I think that uh, it's a lot of education, to be honest, uh, within, you know, almost down to the individual veteran level and being open and transparent. I think uh with them about the the pitfalls and dangers of alcohol that uh, can be associated with, uh, especially with PTSD and some of the other after effects going to war. So. Absolutely. Well, uh, thank you both for that. Now for everybody, check this out. Uh, uh, A promise of hotel tango is, and I love this term guaranteed to elevate morale. And no doubt, I'm sure the Hotel Tango products can do that. Obviously, in moderation and responsibly and all of the above. Uh, could y'all just talk about that? Guaranteed to elevate morale. That is that is something y'all live by every day, right? Yes, sir. Pretty cool. Uh, uh, and I believe it's guaranteed to elevate company morale a lot of times too. Uh, this is just the marketing side of me because we always love that uh, double entendre of, you know, company being those you keep around you, but potentially being, you know, those you're stationed with or whatever. So, um, but yeah, guaranteed to elevate morale. That is, you know, the 30 minutes or it's free Domino's promise. We want people to know that if, if they, put their faith into visiting a hotel tango tasting room or paying, you know, 20 to $60 for a bottle to buy it at whatever random retailer that they're going to enjoy the experience and they're going to want to share it with those that they're around. So like uh, the follow-up to that and the end of our mission statement is where hotel tango goes, good follows. So we want to make sure that we're always doing our part to put out, uh, you know, high quality experience, whether that be social media, tasting room, a bottle that you take home to your, you know, share with your folks or whatever. Um, and that we're given back to the civilian and military communities along the way. So we do focus on military, but uh, inclusivity is a big thing for us. That's, I mean, to the T from Travis and Hillary, when they started it, they've always been about this idea of hotel tango for all. So um, between Memorial day, you know, the, the annual pride bottle that we do, um, the socks for soldiers and some of those campaigns. Uh, the goal is that where we go, good follows, and that you know that if you're investing in the brand Hotel Tango, that maybe it's not some straight you know dollar for every bottle goes to blank thing over here, but you know that you're investing in someone that's trying to pass it along and improve the communities that they're touching. Absolutely, 
and tell us, uh, maybe, I don't know, Nick, if, if this is going to be you or Travis or tag team it, uh, give us, give us an overview of the staple of the great brands coming from the distillery. Now I've got with me. A oh, I want Travis to do it because I want to see how good his pitches oh, are gonna, these days. Keep us sales going to check, check the founder. <laughs> so everybody, I've got a great bottle of Hotel Tango Bravo bourbon and i'm about to try it here in just a couple of minutes but uh travis over to you well you've actually got an easter egg right there because i don't think there's many, much of those bottles left we're actually uh on a new bottle and a new series but that is some very very good juice you have there oh here yeah hold yours up chris and... uh-oh 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 one up the reserve so you got a... ready to drink i like that okay. you got a, a bottle pre our original branding and then we did a rebrand in 19 so Travis is right. You're holding on to one of the original reserve bourbon series and that thing uh, is, is highly coveted around our parts where people know it. So, okay. I'm going to hold on to it tight. I mean, do y'all primarily make whiskey or have you gotten into other categories as well? Uh, so we actually have nine different products total that uh, we produce. Uh, that is actually a sourced bourbon from uh, Wyoming whiskey that we picked up six years old. Uh, weeded. Uh, it's sweet. Uh, you're going to, it's at 90 proof. Uh, yeah. It is extremely smooth. Um, wonderful weeded bourbon. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. Vanilla, caramel, all the notes. I love it. And what's that like? Uh, so uh, Travis, you mentioned the expansion of the tasting rooms and so forth. Uh, for the good folks that get to visit Hotel Tango, uh, tell us a little bit about the experience of the tasting room at Hotel Tango. Sure. So uh, we have an original tasting room in downtown Indianapolis. We have one in Zionsville, and then we have one in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Uh, all three are a little bit different, but I think the overarching kind of feel is a uh, welcoming kind of almost deja vu. Like you feel like you've been there. It's a little bit lodgy. Um, there we've, we've rehabbed a few old buildings and, it's just very a very comfortable feeling, I would say, inviting. Uh, and the way that the Indiana law was written was we were uh, originally only allowed to use what we produced at the facilities. And so that really is why we have such a kind of wide variety of products yeah. that it filled a lot of the different categories that we could serve and educate people about and how they're produced and the difference between a vodka and a bourbon, for instance, and kind of the, the nuances uh, of the, that educational piece that happened within the tasting rooms. Sure. How have y'all uh, navigated through the pandemic and so forth? Uh, 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 I assume in the early days of the pandemic, those tasting rooms had to shut down for a while, right? Have y'all been able to rebound pretty well? Uh, as hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed, we might be seeing the light at the end of the tunnel uh, related to the pandemic in the coming months. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, it was, it's been a pretty wacky, you know, 18 months, two years almost. Um, you know, we shifted, we were a hand sanitizer, uh, producer for about 90 days. Uh, we shifted back out of that. And, uh, and I, and even taking a step back before that, again, I'll give Nick a lot of credit on this, but our, our focus really was on bigger box stores, chain stores, and not so much, um, on on-premise accounts. And yeah. I think that really was bucking a lot of traditional wisdom on how brands are built. Um, 
So again, I think that if we hadn't have gone that way, we would have been in a world of hurt last year if we were depending on bars and restaurants for growth. Um, and instead, uh, we really had another great year of growth last year because we were positioned within uh, many of the national chain accounts within Indiana and beyond. So Walmart, Kroger, Meyer, um, you know, Costco, uh, Publix, a lot of these were, uh, you know, year or years in the making uh, that, you know, COVID or not um, would have been great, but I think that it, it really insulated us uh, from being hit too hard by, by the effects mm-hmm. of COVID. Got it. Got it. Okay. I'm going to have a couple of uh, fire round questions for y'all. One that I particularly like, I stole this from another podcast, uh, uh, which is good fun, but to each of you, uh, are, are you a, so Travis, let's start with Travis. Uh, are you a thrill of victory type person or someone that is motivate, motivated by the concern uh, about the, the agony of defeat? And I'll give you an example of this. Last night I saw Tom Brady. I think they, uh, I can't remember who they beat. They beat somebody pretty bad, but it was the like. Bears. Yeah. yeah, it was the poor Bears, right? And uh, he did a, he did a post-game interview and he was like, yeah, we played all right. I missed some passes and so forth. You know, I could have played better. And, you know, uh, just t- talking about Tom Brady, I mean, he's just always motivated to get better. So, uh, so for Travis, for you, are you a thrill of victory type person or are you motivated uh, to avoid the agony of defeat? Uh I guess, I mean, I'm not afraid of defeat, I guess. So I, I would say I'm more the thrill of victory because I, I don't worry about the defeat. I just, I really enjoy building what we're doing. I really enjoy the team aspect that, it, you know, it takes all, there are so many people involved at Hotel Tango that have made it what it is now and, and what it will continue to grow to be. That for me is, you know, why I spring awake at five every morning and get out of bed is uh, Excited. Excited. I, I enjoy the journey. I've been, I enjoy every day of figuring things out with Nick and the team. And I think that we have just a wonderful group of people that are, I think, victory driven, but solution driven, I guess, or, yeah. or just um, it's, I guess I'm saying it a different way, but yeah, the thrill of victory for sure. Thank you, Travis. Nick, how about you? You're you're you've got sales in your blood, right? So you've got to be a thrill of victory, right? Like oh yeah. It's the uh, yeah, I can we you can get a win on my side and it's I feel like the Belichick in you where it's like, what's the next game right away? So um yeah, I I really enjoy um particularly being here and like this underdog mentality that we get to kind of uh wear as a chip on our shoulder at times. You know, we're, we're doing great and we have uh, great trends and, you know, on pace for, uh, you know, some of the high aspirations we have. But it does still feel very much at times like we're kind of flying under the radar. So yeah. when you do get one of those big wins, like and somebody says, hey, I saw your place at Publix in Florida or whatever. And you're like, yeah, I know we did that. You know, so uh, we definitely we take time every month to stop and celebrate because it is a grind and it's easy to get lost in the sauce. So. Once a month, uh, we, we paused it for O&D, and we got to bring it back because someone just asked today. But uh, we'll stop and take a day where everybody 
shares pictures and stories and says, this is what I did this month. Look at this cool thing. Uh, because I do want to make sure like Travis said that like, this is a fun business, even though it feels like a grind at times, like let's make sure we don't get too far. Uh, take advantage of it. You got to yeah. take advantage of it. Yeah. And for Nick, for you, if you could have a cocktail anywhere in the world, uh, you know, in large part, most of us, we've all been somewhat quarantined. Yeah. Anywhere in the world, uh, you'd be like bewitched. Twinkle your nose. Uh, I think the, the male witches did that too. Uh, where would you be? So it's pretty gloomy out here right now. I would be, uh, I was prepped for this. I thought there was another layer to it. But I would go sit and float on a boat in the middle of the Caribbean right now and have some Kenny Chesney or whatever plan and just not have a care. Uh-oh, I like uh, that. Throwing out yeah. Kenny Chesnett. I like that. Very good. Not bad. Yeah. Travis, how about you? Uh, for you and Hillary. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, probably, where, I hate to say this, but I, wherever she picks, maybe Germany, because we've never been there. Oh, wow. Very good. Very good. Well, there's some uh, beautiful parts of Germany, no doubt. Uh, so, well, look, on behalf, on behalf of the Distilled Spirits Council and uh, Responsibility.org, really, you know, in recognition of Veterans Day and uh, recognition of Hotel Tango, listen, uh, we've got two patriots on the line here uh, with both Travis and, and, and Nick. And be on the lookout for Hotel Tango Bourbon or all kinds of different uh, great products. And uh, I'm going to make my, my way out to Indianapolis soon and come visit y'all in the distillery. And uh, just thank you for everything that you do for our veterans and the military service and the great business that you're building. And on behalf of Discus, it is a privilege and we're proud to be an advocate uh, for Hotel Tango and uh, to, to be able to represent y'all. So great cheers, great bourbon, great bourbon. Uh, so cheers and thank you all both for your leadership. Thank, thank you, you very much. Chris, yeah, for having us. We appreciate the uh, time to sit and share a little bit of, of the brand and Travis's story and Hillary's story. So appreciate it. I thought I was going to drop a, a Ryan Reynolds reference there because the question said with who I was going to try and hey. Oh, let's yeah. let's do that real quick. We can do that. Okay, so so Nick, uh, who and it could be so, someone deceased or alive. Anybody? Oh, that changes everything. Yeah. I'm going to stick with Ryan Reynolds because Travis knows this. He's currently like my business crush. Those guys are killing it. Oh, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, and I wanted to drink a Hotel Tango gin with him somehow. <laughs> I like that. And he seems like he's good fun, too. Good fun as well. Yeah. So, uh, Travis, how about you? Anybody? Anybody in the world? Someone famous or someone uh, just uh, personal to you? Uh, other than my wife. Maybe, so you can't maybe. say Hillary again. That doesn't yeah, count. You, you get that, yeah. of course. Yeah. yeah. I, I, think, I think I would choose Buddha. I think I would like to have a bourbon with that guy. And uh, I think that'd be interesting. Get some insight on how I can chill out a little bit. I like that. I like that. Well, thank you all for everything that you do. And uh, for everybody, check out Hotel Tango. And and I'm going to get my butt to Indianapolis and come visit. And uh, look forward to supporting you all uh, and uh, seeing big things coming out for Hotel Tango in the months ahead. And have a strong ON2020.
be uh, OND, uh, I guess it were October, November, December. So have a great holiday selling season over the next two to three months. So uh, good. Yes, sir. Will do. Thank you. Yes. All right, fellas. Appreciate it. Cheers. Bye bye. The Spirited Advocate podcast was brought to you by the Distilled Spirits Council of the United States. If you'd like to be a guest speaker on the show or send us topic suggestions to cover, please contact us at podcast at distilledspirits.org. And please like and share these episodes. Your support is very appreciated.